Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Hi, I'm Miranda Wright, and this is day 26 of our 120-day Upper Room Prayer Campaign. Today, I want to bring you the Word of the Lord for 2019, and the Word is worship. But there is so much contained in that Word that has been lost for what we've made it into. So today, it's time to come back to the heart of worship. You see, in our church, we seek the Lord every week. And we let the Lord pick the songs that he wants sung. And it may not be the songs that we like best. It may not be the songs that flatter our voice the best. It may not even be the songs that the congregation likes the best. But we search the heart of the Holy Spirit, walking in union with the Spirit and being led of the Spirit to see what songs it is that he wants sing for the message that he wants to bring. And in doing so, we prepare those songs in faith. And then as we begin to sing them in obedience, The grace of God pours out and God walks in the room and he delivers a message and ministers a word that breaks the yoke of bondage, brings the anointing, causes the enemy to flee and brings revelation. That even in the worship in our church, it is a very common thing for people to be delivered, to be set free, to fall down on their face and give their lives unto the Lord, to be healed. And to get that word from the Lord that they have been so desperately seeking. Because it's not us. It's not about us. It's not even what we want. But it's what the Lord has purposed to speak. And when you make yourself a willing vessel for the Lord to have his way, he will come in and do what no man can do. And so as we entered into worship on this Sunday morning, And the words of the Joshua Aaron song, you are holy, were being poured out unto the Lord. God walked in the room in such a present and tangible way and delivered a word of revelation. And it is a word of resolution for the churches for this year to come. And so I'm going to share with you today the word that the Lord brought. It was such a powerful manifestation, people weeping and wailing before the Lord, pinned to the floor for hours. The service lasted probably four and a half, five hours because nobody wanted to leave the presence of God. The weight was tangible. You could feel him moving through the crowd, people being refilled, lives being changed, all in the presence of the word that came forth because of the obedience to sing this declaration and the revelation that it actually is the resolution for the church. So I've got to take you into this so that you can partake in the blessing of it. You see, during the worship, God began to bring a story to mind from scripture and the word and the revelation began to pour forth. I need to tell you about is King David. You see, David was an archetype for Christ and Saul was an archetype for the devil. Saul was the king of the old kingdom, but David was the new king, the rightful king, the chosen one, the anointed. And after Saul's kingdom had been disposed and David had been king, it would be normal at this time for all of the descendants of the old kingdom to be killed and destroyed, that no remnant of the old kingdom ever tried to come and take its place in the new 
And so David, being this archetype for Christ, calls a servant next to him, which is a representation of the angels of the Lord. And as they approach his throne, he says to them, are there any left of the house of Saul? And they say, yes, he has a son. And David says, go and fetch me that son, that, that child of the old kingdom, and bring him to me. And so they bring this son of Saul into the court of David. And his response is so important, church, because this man who knew he had no right, that knew he was of evil blood, that knew he was part of the old kingdom, that knew his kingdom had been dethroned, he comes before the throne of David and he falls down on his face and he cries out for mercy and he acknowledges David as king, as the rightful king. He lets it be known that he believes in his heart and confesses with his mouth that David is the new king. He is the rightful king and he worships him. And when you would expect that David would say, destroy every remnant of this other kingdom, they are of vile descent. They are not of my house. He does something very unexpected. He calls his servants to raise this man up and to give him a robe and a ring and to seat him at his own table. And he tells him, from this day forward, you will have a place at my table as one of my sons and all the provisions of my house will be yours. You see, David was an archetype for Christ. Saul was an archetype for the devil. And that son of Saul was an archetype for us. We were part of the old kingdom. We were part of the world. Saul was our father. That was our family. But there is a new king. The king that comes from the root of David. That is King Jesus. And when we approach that king... We have to be willing to fall down on our face in reverence and disconnect from every semblance of the old kingdom. We have to give up that family and cry out for mercy to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We have to believe in our heart that his is the kingdom and it is here now and all authority and power is now his. Therefore, we believe it enough in our hearts to cry out that confession with our mouth, no matter what it makes us look like, no matter how many people who are still in allegiance to the old kingdom might not like us, no matter how much it humbles our pride because we thought we were somebody special in that old kingdom. We were the son of Saul. We got to throw it all away and fall before the throne of grace and say, I acknowledge you as the true king, as the new king with all authority, dominion, and power. I confess it. I acknowledge it that you are the king, Jesus that I am repenting before you and begging for mercy, and I worship. The response was worship. And that response is what gained him a seat at the master's table and made him an heir into that house. You see, my friends, I have to give you the word of the Lord for this year, the resolution, because this is how we get on the ark. Because God says that he is drawing a line in the sand because so many have been dancing around golden calves, but he's giving a decree. He is raising up a Joshua generation who will do what Joshua did, who will stand and say that as for me and my house, I choose to serve the Lord. 
I will give up every allegiance to that old family, to that old name, to that old life, that old kingdom, because I truly believe that it is dead and gone and it is not coming back. So I'm not going to try to hold my place in it. I'm going to renounce it and fall on my face before the new king and acknowledge with my mouth that I truly believe that he is who he says he is, that he is the God of Isaac, Abraham, Jacob, and Moses, that he is the God of Israel. And I'm going to cry out for mercy that I might be grafted in to that root of David. I'm not going to try to create my own God and my own gospel. I'm not going to try to create this American Jesus or this Canadian Jesus or this European Jesus or this African Jesus. It's not going to be a white Jesus or a black Jesus or an Asian Jesus. He is the God of Israel. And modern Christianity has not replaced the God of Israel. It has given us an opportunity to be grafted in. So we have to humble ourselves, come before this new king and say, I believe you are who you say you are. I believe your word. I know that you are the rightful ruler. I submit to you and I cry out for mercy and I worship you. And in doing so, in that, in that only will we be grafted in that we might receive the promise of the inheritance. It comes when we worship. And the only way to truly worship is to profess with your mouth what you believe in your heart in alignment and agreement with the word of God. Because let me tell you, we can get a million people together to repeat after me and say some words that they don't really understand or agree with, and it will do nothing. But when we confess with our mouth what we truly believe in our heart because we have heard the truth and chosen to receive the truth, believe the truth, and then speak that truth back out in worship and adoration and humility before the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, that changes everything. We have to leave Saul's kingdom before we can have a place in David's. God will not tolerate a mixture. We have to truly believe that Saul's kingdom is dead and gone and destroyed, that there is no power or authority in it, but all power and authority has been given unto David and choose to be grafted into it as the son of Saul did through worship and humility to acknowledge that I'm not anybody anymore. So I'm going to plead mercy before the one who is all things. I recognize you as king. So I am telling you the word of the Lord for this year or the words of that song. You are holy because he is holy. He is holy and set apart and he is looking for a people, a Joshua generation that will rise up and will say, I'm not asking for David to join my kingdom under Saul, but I am leaving Saul's kingdom to join David's kingdom and to worship the God of Israel, to worship God Almighty, to worship Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior who is of the root of David to worship you Jesus King of King and Lord of Lords to believe that you are who you say you are to know that those who come to God must acknowledge that he is God not a God of our own creating not a God of our own making not the God of America not the God of my nationality but the God of the Bible, the God that Abraham was a friend of, the God that Moses served, the God that came in the flesh through the manifestation of Jesus Christ and poured out his blood that we might be grafted in so that we might receive the promise and the inheritance and the favor and the protection of the seed of Abraham. We got to humble ourselves and stop trying to make something happen 
another way because there is only one way. God is drawing a line in the sand and he's saying judgment is coming. And all those that have been doing it their own way, dancing around golden calves, he is saying, come and take my side. This is how we get on the ark. We speak the truth and come into alignment with the word of God and who he is. We are not ashamed of the God of the Bible. We are not ashamed that we are grafted in. We humble ourselves before the Lord God Almighty that he might be willing to pour that grace out upon us because worship is humility. When we acknowledge who it is that we are worshiping, that we are not worthy but that by his mercy he is willing to adopt us and graft us in but we have to acknowledge that it's all about him and we don't have a chance if we're not taken into the family unity with the spirit of God is to be brought into the family of God not to try to strengthen or rebuild Saul's kingdom, but to humble and submit ourselves to David's to understand that we have to choose And if you're not willing to speak the entirety of the truth to someone, you remove their ability to choose. Which in actuality is a function of the Antichrist spirit. Because the Antichrist spirit loves to set himself up in the church and do things another way. When there is only one way. The way, the truth, and the life. We got to humble ourselves, people. Be willing to acknowledge God for who and what he is and make a choice. So the resolution for the churches that God is putting forth for this year, will you be part of the Joshua generation and stand in the house of God wherever it is represented as your part in the body and say, as for me and this house, we shall serve the Lord. Because, you know, the Bible says there came a point when God shut the door of the ark. Oh, we don't like that in our American theology that says we can have it our way and do it our way. But the reality of the word of God says that we have to humble ourselves before him. Today is the day of salvation and now is the appointed time. God gives the word. He gives the call. He gives us the truth and he gives us the choice. To choose. And if we reject, we will find ourselves outside of the ark and the door closed while judgment is being poured out and we are shut out because we would not humble ourselves to do it his way. Choose ye this day. God is so merciful. We can see that in this representation of David. So merciful to offer the children of Saul a place at his table with full inheritance and all the provision of his kingdom to be called his own son. God is so merciful to be willing to take in every tribe and nation, every tongue and people, to be willing to bring them and graft them into his family that they might worship the God of Israel, that they might worship the one true God, that they might worship him in the beauty of his holiness, that they might choose to separate themselves from Saul's kingdom, to separate themselves from sin, to separate 
separate themselves from compromise, to separate themselves from allegiance to the enemy and everything that he represented, to come into agreement with the word and will of God that that kingdom has already been destroyed and it's not coming back into power. It doesn't matter how many times factions of it try to rise up. It has been defeated and it will never dethrone the new king. Therefore, we choose to believe in our heart and humble ourselves before this new king and confess with our mouth and cry out in worship. Even if all of Saul's old soldiers get angry at us, even if everyone who still has allegiance to the world and to the powers of hell get angry at us, we have to choose to be holy and set apart unto the new king. Because let me tell you something, my friend, every revival in history was birthed out of two things, holiness and unity. But let me explain something to you because the devil likes to pervert and then convert and then turn things totally around. It was out of unity with the spirit Spirit of God, which means coming into full and total agreement with the word and will of God, which can only be done when we stand in holiness, which is separation from the world. We got to choose to let go of Saul's kingdom before we can walk into David's. And I love your soul enough to give you the truth because this is how you get on the ark. There is no other way. This is how you choose God's side. We've got to lay down our faith in what we think and what we want and what we feel and what we've seen. Start seeking the Lord God Almighty for a word. Then walk in faith and obedience to that word so that the power of God can step in and enforce and endorse that word in every area and aspect of our life. We cannot be led by emotions. We must be led by the spirit and word of God. No mixture. Choose ye this day. Because you see, if we are not willing to humble ourselves before God and acknowledge God as God, then we have no place at his table. Because you see, he's made the table available. He's made the provision available. He's made the manna available. He's made the inheritance available. But you got to humble yourself. Before this king, acknowledge him for who he is and choose to worship him. If you are not willing to humble before and worship God as God, then you will have no place at his table. You forfeit protection. You forfeit provision. You forfeit position. You forfeit the kingdom. God wants a Joshua generation. In a time and a generation when almost everyone else had mingled and mixed with the idolatrous culture of the world. He stood and he gave a warning because he knew that judgment was coming on this wicked people. And he said, you got to make a choice. You can serve the gods of the land. You can serve the gods of your father. You can serve the gods of the Canaanite. You can serve the gods of men. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will worship the God of Israel.
I will acknowledge him for who he is. I will humble myself before him. I will worship him and praise him. I will not think myself higher or mightier than I am. I will not assume to know how to run his kingdom, but I will get on my face before him and worship and cry out until I get a word from him and hear him say those words, get up child, I have a place for you at my table. There is protection, there is provision, there is safety. And there is position I have called you mine. It's how you get on the ark. And he is offering it today. And he is putting out a decree for a people to come before God. And say, even if all the world worships idols, even if all the churches are worshiping golden calves, even if all the governments are crooked and corrupt, I will say this day, as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. It's time for pastors and preachers and worship teams and leaders to stand in the houses of God and make a declaration and a resolution of reformation for the year to come. To say, as for me, and this house we shall serve the Lord we will worship the God of Israel we will worship the God of the Bible we will not worship a God of our own making of what we think it should be and how we think it should be done because anything done any other way than God's way is perversion and it is sin and it is a tactic of an antichrist spirit so I stand in opposition to the spirit of this age in the name of Jesus and not decree from my house and I decree from my church as for me and my house as for me and this church we shall serve the Lord we will humble ourselves and acknowledge that we are not God and we are not privileged but we will worship the God of the Bible the God of Abraham the God of whom we have been grafted into the root of David I will acknowledge him that he came out to bring me into his family not to create a whole new one that was better than the other he brought us in to promise that we might also be counted the seed of Abraham to receive the inheritance of the promises of Abraham he makes us the children of the kingdom his kingdom he provides a place for us at his table the table of David And I humble and submit to that today that I might walk in the provision of it because I believe it and I am willing to acknowledge it and I worship him for it. Because as that word came forth in the worship, in the prayer, in the intercession by the word of of the Holy Spirit, God himself walked in the room and the weight of the glory was so heavy that, that we pressed our face into the floor and the Lord did a work that was holy and pure because the Bible says, be ye holy as I am holy. Telling you make those words your decree and resolution because God will honor it. God is moving. The only way to get a seat at that table is to completely abandon Saul's kingdom and humble before David. Acknowledge him and worship him that he might receive you into his And I know you understand that I'm saying that as a reference to Jesus Christ. And so, my friends, I tell you that the words of that song, You Are Holy by Joshua Aaron, it is the anthem for the church for 2019 by the Spirit of the living God. 
because it is a resolution that God wants every house of God to make. As for me and my house, as for me and this house. My friends, it's time to get back to a heart of worship, a heart of real worship, a heart of humility, a heart of reverence, a heart of submission, a heart of confession, a heart that believes enough to speak out of the mouth what it claims to believe, to profess God as God, to not be ashamed to declare that he is the God of the Bible, the God of Israel, that I have been grafted in, that I am now part of his family with a place at his table, to not be ashamed to speak because when you allow the enemy to close your mouth, that you not profess what you claim to believe in your heart, you have given up your sword and you will never defeat the powers of hell. The way is given. We have to humble ourselves to walk in it. And as for me in this house, we will serve the Lord. We will worship. We will praise. We will declare with all that we have who he is and we will honor him for what he's done and we will worship him in humility and we will thank him that he has grafted us in. We we will praise him that he has made us part of the inheritance of Abraham. We acknowledge that he is the God of the word. We acknowledge him in all that he is and we praise him for it and we worship him. God, I thank you that you are raising up a people that are not ashamed, that will worship you, that will walk into the enemy's camp and decree and declare unashamedly of whom they represent to put forth your name in faith and to honor it and to worship it before men, to use the sword of the word coming out of their mouth, to take new territory, raise up a Joshua generation who will decree and declare in the face of every lie of hell and every power and principality that tries to rise up against it, that as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. We're going to worship the God of Israel. We're going to worship the God of Isaac, Abraham, Jacob, and Moses. We are going to worship the God who has provided provision and a place at his table that we might be grafted into the root of David, that we might receive of the inheritance and promises and covenants of Abraham. That every place that our feet should tread shall be ours, but not until we believe and confess and acknowledge that you are King of kings and Lord of lords, that there is no other way. Because every time we try to figure out another way to be friends with the world and slowly gain territory, we're actually very quickly losing it because it's a perversion. It's a lie. It's a deviation from the word and will of God. It's us believing that any Christ spirit that was manifested in the temptation of Christ himself when the devil said, I will give you your gold. I will give you the kingdoms of the world. I will give you the ministry that you've been promised by God. I will give you the gold, but just agree with me to do it another way. You see, in the last temptation of Christ, when the devil promised Jesus that he would give him all the kingdoms of the world if he would but worship him. What he was offering was what God had already promised. But he was saying, I'll give it to you another way, an easier way, a way so that you won't have to go through Gethsemane. 
a way where people can like you while you do it. Any way but God's way. And I tell you, my friend, that God will give you a word. He will give you a promise. He will give you a destination. And then the devil will come to you and he'll say, I can get you there. But let's do it another way. Let's do it an easier way. Beware, my friend. There is one way. There is one door to the ark. There is one side to choose. You fall on your face. You humble yourself. You believe the truth. You be willing to speak the truth. And you cry out for mercy. And he will give you a seat at his table. There is no other way. God, I acknowledge you. God, I worship you. I worship you in the beauty of your holiness. I thank you, God, that in your mercy you're willing to take me into your kingdom. You're willing to cover me with blessing and protection. That you're willing to feed me daily with your own provision. That you're willing to call me your own child. I worship you for that. Because I am not worthy to be brought into that family. Because I can humble myself as a Gentile. I can humble myself before you and say, God, I recognize that I was not an inheritor of the promises of Abraham, but you made a way. And I thank you that you have sent men and women out with a commission to bring me into that family. Because I think a lot of times we try to bring people into a family or our family or something that we've built. But we're not humbling ourselves to recognize that we have to be thankful that we are brought into that family. Or we're not brought into his family. Unashamedly. God, I worship you unashamedly. I acknowledge you unashamedly because your word says that any man who is ashamed to acknowledge you before men, you will be ashamed of them and will not acknowledge them before your father, which is in heaven. So I make my resolution that as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. And I will acknowledge you for who you are in the highways, in the byways, on every street corner, wherever it is that you put my feet. I will take the territory and I will do it your way by acknowledging who you are, humbling myself before you and worshiping you that you might walk in the room with provision and power and do what no man can do. Because the only thing left outside of that is dancing around golden calves. And the only provision for those who do that is judgment. I choose you. I choose your side. I get on the ark. I praise you, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would pierce the people's heart and bring confirmation to the words that you have spoken. Because, God, we want to see a nation revived, but there is but one way to do it, and, and we cannot do it any other way, nor has it ever been done any other way. There is but one way. Alignment and agreement, acknowledgement and confession and worship of who you are. Agreement with the word of God. Acknowledgement of the holiness of God. Followers 
in unity with the Spirit of God, seekers of the will of God. God, I thank you by the revelation of God for the birthing of a Joshua generation. We humble ourselves before you under the weight of your glory that is still so present in this place. We worship you. Unashamedly, we worship you. Grateful, we acknowledge you. And we thank you and we praise you. And we will not be silenced. And we will not be made fearful because fear is a cage for faith that destroys the confidence of the saints, but we will stand and praise the King who has given us all things. We thank you, Jesus, for your provision. We thank you, Jesus, for your protection. We stand in alignment and agreement with you, O God, O King of kings, O good and mighty King, the new King the king of the everlasting kingdom. We don't try to hold on to the old, to Saul's kingdom, because we believe by faith it is not coming back and there is nothing in it for us. We humble ourselves before you, O good and mighty king, and we cry out for mercy. We worship you and we honor you for who you are. We honor you that you are good. And we thank you for taking us into your kingdom and for your mercy and your love and your provision, for making us your sons and daughters and for giving us a seat at your table. We thank you. Let this revelation pierce the hearts and penetrate the minds to get past what we think we know and humble ourselves to what you say, to worship you that the weight of your glory and grace might penetrate and change everything. It's the only way. It's your way. You are the way. We praise you for that today and every day in the year to come because we resolve to be the one who will stand and choose to pick up our sword and fight with Joshua to possess the land by decreeing that we will not bow down to the gods of man, but we will worship the God of Israel. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.